Hello, welcome to the Mag Life Podcast. I'm Daniel Shaw, and I have got Paul Capdepon on today. And you may know him or recognize his company, Gray Man Tactical. Got some pretty cool stuff out there, some solutions for the vehicle, backpacks, all kind of good stuff. And uh, we're going to figure out why he does what he does and if there's something in there that meets your lifestyle and solves a problem for you, And because that's what we do. And welcome to the show, Paul. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. Uh, great to be on here with you. Man, I'm glad to have you. I I looked into your stuff because I've got a little Overland type setup, uh, Subaru Crosstrek, and um, I I've got some little mesh stuff back there from a competitor. Uh, yeah. It's very flimsy, and it, it kind of like starts getting loose and everything else. So you know, I was looking at some of your stuff, and I was like, man, this is this looks like it's going to cover more real estate on the back of my seat, right? And be more rigid and hold everything exactly where it needs to be, and not start giving when it starts getting heavy, and then weighing over. Now it's getting in the way of the passenger, the sitting in the back, and or stuff yeah. that I'm storing back there. So I was like, man, that looks cool. I need to check that out. And then uh, backpacks. I have a serious backpack problem. Like, <laughs> like I, I am on the quest for the best backpack out there. And I have I've been looking for about 15 years, and I've not found a backpack that meets all my needs. So you know, I saw backpacks. I got to click on that, and yeah. that one looked pretty slick. So tell me, how did you get into this gray man thing and and providing solutions for EDC and and you know a defensive and preparedness type lifestyle? Like, you know, what's your story? Where how did this start? Yeah, so um, started back in about 2012. Um, I was I was kind of started out my post college career working in the oil industry. Uh, working in the the offshore Gulf of Mexico um, market, and uh, during that time, I also enjoyed shooting sports. Um, and I don't like just bringing a ton of stuff to the range with me. Uh, I wanted to kind of have a condensed uh, range setup, and I had a backpack. Of course, when you throw all that range gear in there, it all just kind of piles onto the bottom in a big mess. Um, so I was looking for a solution and did a lot of searching on the internet. Uh, couldn't really find the solution I had envisioned. Um, was familiar with, uh, with Molly gear and, um, knew there was a lot of pouches and organization out there, but nothing was rigid that could go in my backpack. So that's really where it started right there. Um, I just, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of different polymers in the oil industry. And so I had done a little bit of research and um, found some material that I thought would work well for it. I also had uh, kind of self-taught um, how to CAD draw uh, mm. from working in the, in the oil industry as well, just doing different illustrations for projects. Oh, you weren't you weren't out there like running pipe so, or anything. You were out, you were doing something was, different in the oil industry. It was a little bit different. We so I was a project manager for a uh, an offshore construction company, but my division dealt with composites, so like carbon fiber wraps and. Um, uh, different type of fiberglass polymer applications. Um, so, so it gave me a little bit of insight into, into that. And, um, so I drafted up the design I wanted kind of based around the standard Molly PALS system and, um, had a fabricator that I knew from the oil industry, cut it for me. Um, and I used it personally for a, a few years and I always kind of had in the back of my mind, this would be a product because I was looking for it. I assume other people would be interested yeah. as well. Um, so it took probably about uh, a year or two of, of using it myself um, until I finally uh, pushed out to, to set up a website and kind of get started with the business. And it took off very quickly. Um, 
from there. And we just kind of kept adding sizes and getting into different um, types of applications. A lot of customer requests would drive us down a new avenue. Um, and, and that's where we kind of found the vehicle setup that, that you mentioned, the vehicle seatback organizer mm-hmm. concept or vehicle seatback rifle racks. Um, so different customer requests kind of drove us uh, to, to look into that. And I really just, I enjoy um, product development, product design, um, trying to solve those problems, and especially combining it with my kind of innate uh, desire to organize everything and have it in a logical, uh, accessible uh, setup. So, so I really just enjoy doing what I do, um, designing these different systems and making great uh, organization uh, and accessibility uh, type type solutions for customers. So, um, but yeah, that's that's the very short version of how how we got to where we are now. Um, now talking about uh, the uh, the vehicle seatback systems, um, you know, we I, I agree with you. It's kind of the same concept uh, that I was looking for in my backpack initially. Was there there are you know like soft Molly seatback organizers, mm-hmm. seat covers, things like that. But um, it's good for it's a couple of pouches. But anytime you get into trying to uh, mount something heavier it starts to sag and, and, and stuff like that. So we've done a, a couple of different um, developments over the years with the seatback system going from the, the HDPE polymer that we use for a lot of our backpack inserts. That's kind of where we started and found that it did bow a little bit when you got something pretty heavy on it. So and you can go heavier in a vehicle. Right. Know, like exactly. It's, it's on a seat. You're not carrying it, you know, so we noticed that the HTPE polymer that we were using was starting to sag. So we, um, so we had, um, done some things short term, like add steel stiffener bars to it kind of helped. Uh, and then we developed a, uh, an injection mold. Cause I knew there was a polymer that would have more stiffness to it with the glass reinforcement. So that's kind of like our, one of our big products now is the, the glass reinforced polymer, um, seatback organizer. And for a rifle rack or like a gear rack, uh, that's that's going to do pretty well for you. Um, and then we also just just recently introduced um, that same seat back size uh, RMP and uh, in aluminum, so three sixteenth inch aluminum, powder coated black. Um, it's a it's just a little bit stiffer than that than that glass reinforced polymer. So. We kind of have uh, those two options currently available, um, depending on how stiff you want it to be. So you're you're not like a, you know, a lot of times we see things like this, like Navy SEAL designed, right? You know, Army <laughs> Ranger, like yeah. you're just a you're That's just a regular I mean. guy had a job yeah. and a hobby and a passion, and you had right. a problem. And you found a solution, and then you realize that other people had the same thing. Like that's awesome, man. I, I love that. Yeah. You know, like the end user. I tell people all the time when they want to come to a rifle class, for example, they're like, um, like, hey, I want to come to that rifle class. What gear do I need? What plate carrier should I buy? What chest rig do I need? I'm like, do you have a pair of jeans? Yeah. You know, like, because like, if you have a pair of jeans that you can come wear to the class or anything with pockets, uh, just throw your magazines in your pockets. 
and right. and will and run the class. And you're going to see all the crap that somebody else bought that they hate all day long. You're going to see that thing that other guy has that he loves that works really well. You're going to identify your own problems, and then you make a purchase to solve those problems, and you don't waste your money on all kind of stuff. You know, so it's like. Like the, the practical nature of, of what you designed and the problem solving, you know, came from something that a lot of folks have, you know, and like, I think that's awesome. It's super cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely true. You know, I, I get that a lot. You know, uh, were you a military vet or law enforcement? I was neither. But, um, you know, I, I understand all that, uh, you know, the, the, the gear needs uh, that go into that basically just from knowing people that are in that and um, absorbing, absorbing that uh, different different input from them. Um, but I, I agree with you in that kind of mindset of like, um, kind of, you know, starting out on a base level, uh, with training and, or if you're trying to set up an EDC carry, you just start, you know, you can start with just a backpack and, and then, um, you, you have different EDC items that you carry and you realize you want it organized a certain way. And that's when you can kind of, you know, our products, um, can, might solve that problem for you. Um, and that's essentially where I had started. Um, I had had a bag, but I wanted it a certain way. So it was more accessible and things, uh, stayed put <laughs> where I wanted them to. Um, and that's kind of the, the neat Legos type, uh, nature of, of using these RMP, the, these rigid Molly panels is that, uh, there's a lot of different accessories you can add on and you can kind of, plug and play on these organizational panels wherever you wherever you want to and uh, reorganize it, set it up, figure out what works and what doesn't. So you have these to drop in a backpack, you know, the the seat back panels. Have you have you messed around with anything with um cuz I for my vehicle, you know, we we've got we got our first line gear that we're wearing on our body. You know, my my yep. gun, my weapon light, my handheld light, medical equipment. I usually always have that on me, you know, everywhere I go. Um and, you know, then I've got in my vehicle, I have all kinds of things. I've got recovery stuff for, like, if I get stuck. You know, I've got uh, I've got tools to work on things. You know, I've got yep. ratchet sets. I've got everything, like, in the back. You know, I've got a little, like, spare tower carrier on the back, so i got the whole compartment underneath the back so I can put all kinds of stuff in there. So I've got, you know, stuff for some high-protein stuff that lasts forever. i got I got a lot of stuff. It's like my little preparedness vehicle, you know. Yep. And um, I've got a lot of gear in there. But I, I was I'm running out of space, you know, for for some more things that I would like, um, like like a better, more robust, bus medical kit, you know, in the vehicle, and and some other things. Uh, that's not just trauma that gets into some other stuff, you know, the other than bleeding control. And one thing that I've thought about is is having a rooftop panel that you know, maybe not cover the whole thing, but you know, might require some some drilling or, or something, you know, to get it, to get it attached up there strongly. But there's a lot of roof racks that go above the roof that you have to drill down into to get them to attach. Um, so I just, something like that, I was just looking at some more vehicle solutions. You got any plans for anything like that for the future? Yeah. So, so where we're at right now is we've been staying very busy just with these kind of universal sizes. And there are different vendors that, that make rigid Molly panels for just Tacomas, for example. It's a kind of common one. Um, common truck, everybody so, grandma's driving a Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, and, and and that's great. They serve that market. Um, we we kind of started out with the mindset of let's let's just make them universal, and people will figure out how to how to yeah. secure them where they need them. Um, that being said, I, I am interested in doing vehicle specific um, mounts. A lot of times, you got to get you know the the CAD drawings for these different vehicles. 
uh, or have one firsthand in front of you to measure and figure out the different mounting points um, that you can utilize. Um, but we've seen a lot of a lot of our customers adapt, you know, adapt our panels into um, into their vehicle and secure them, whether it's to the you know plastic trim or around the seats. I have seen yeah. people do it on the headliner. Uh, th- that's a whole story you got to figure out depending on your vehicle. Uh, yeah. But I have seen people secure them to the headliner uh, or the roof of the vehicle. Um, so we sell a couple different like um, general purpose uh, fastening kits, uh, whether it's like rivet nut style or um, self drilling uh, sheet metal screws with spacers um, that allow you to hard mount these panels. Uh, anywhere that's a, a solid surface. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that the overhead, especially in the cargo space of, uh, of an SUV, for example, the overhead's a great spot to, yeah, tons to of get some stuff up off the floor that you just, you want it to stay in there, but you'd rather it not be taking up all your, your floor cargo space, you know? So if you got, um, who's using your gear right now? I mean, who are you? Who, I know you got a lot of you know, regular arm citizens in right. users, but you've got a pretty big list of, uh, of, of contracts and, and, you know, people yeah. that you supply with in, in government and military. Yeah. Um, can you, as much as you can talk about, you know, like, uh, you know, who's using it and, you know, what are they using it for just to help everybody understand like what applications this stuff has? Yeah. I know one of the big things, um, uh, just kind of starting with law enforcement, uh, we, you know, obviously great man tactical. We, we have kind of a tactical, uh, firearm focus, uh, in our branding message. But, um, so, so we do have a lot of end users that are in law enforcement, um, starting with your just local, um, sheriff's office, police departments, what we find is that uh, the, a lot of the big users for us isn't necessarily the the, the, the typical um, officer, but more so because they have different weapon rack systems in the standard patrol vehicle. Um, but more of what the use for ours tends to be is the undercover units um, or the, the unmarked cars, things like that. Because a lot of times, especially these undercover units that are going after the different drug dealers and stuff like that, they change out their vehicles so that they aren't always in the same one. It could be like a minivan. It could be, you know, uh, an SUV, a car. They just swap it up. So the good thing about our, our rifle racks that go on the vehicle seat backs is you can move that from vehicle to vehicle. It's not, you don't have to screw it into anything. It just secures to the seat. Uh, so that's, that's a big thing that we've seen um, used across federal and uh, local and state uh, law enforcement is uh, the weapon rack systems being utilized in vehicles that are going to be changed up or they just, you know, sometimes they have like the supervisor vehicles that didn't get kitted out with the whole cage and the, and the standard rifle racks, but they still want their rifle in there. And um, it enables them to, to install that without having to get it all drilled into. So, but that's cool. What um, where 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 can I guess just tell me where uh, where people can learn more and, and follow you and, and read more about whatever you got going on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have uh, you know, the, our website's graymantactical.com. We have uh, an Instagram page uh, at graymantac. We have a Facebook page. Um, 
and I know they, they also started recently on TikTok, and uh, we also have Pinterest. So, so that's, uh, you know, we, we have a, a pretty strong social media presence out there. Um, that's a, that's I see a, everywhere. I, and I see the ads, especially when I was kidding out my car, you know, right. that guy, <laughs> it popped up everywhere. No, yeah. it, it looks like great stuff. That's why I, I just, if, if, a, if a listener out there or, you know, somebody else, like a, let's say a normal customer has a specific need, do you, do you guys um, make anything custom or entertain it? Or if it looks like, it, oh, this could be viable for a lot of people, you know, I'll do it. Do you, do you collect those anywhere? Because I know there's a yeah. lot of folks out there with specific needs. Right. So we have a, we have a message form on our website on, under contact us. And uh, we, we definitely encourage people to, to reach out with their specific um, application needs. Sometimes we can just offer them uh, a good solution from what we have. Um, but also we do, like you said, we like to entertain the ones that look like they're going to have a broad use. Um, so yeah, we, we encourage people to reach out and, and let us know what your specific need is. And also I want to say like on the website, I, I think one of the biggest challenges we're working on right now is we have so many different components that can be fit together so many different ways. What we're doing right now is we're starting to make pre-configured, uh, pre-configured kits and packages, uh, that are kind of for a certain niche. So we started out with a very general purpose, like here's some general storage and like a, um, a basic uh, medical kit for cuts and bruises and scrapes, that type of thing. And um, so we have that, that's our first pre-configured kit that's up on our website, but we're also going to do the same concept with our weapon rack systems and then get into some other, uh, areas like overland and uh, different markets like that to build out a kit where it's easy to see, okay, everything that's in this picture I can get uh, in this one spot without having to go search through the whole website and figure out how everything fits together. That's so a that's, great that's, idea. That's, you that's know, the direction we're like going. A, yeah. Have like an overland section and, you yeah. know, because like, people want tools, there's all the stuff they have. That's really cool. I, I, yeah. and I, I, I love that stuff. You know, I live in Texas, so I can't really do like, there's not a lot of great spots to go overlanding until you go to the Southwest and, you know, California. There's all kind of good stuff, you know, all over the place. But here I got to drive like eight hours to get to a decent, challenging place where I can go a long ways and, and, uh, and then camp. So right now it's like glorified car camping, you know, went to the beach recently. Yeah. But, you know, all that stuff is useful, that storage, you know, especially That's when right. you have all these little small things and you can't find them. You know, having the little Molly pouches and little GP pouches here and there, and you know, always keep a medical kit in one place. It's easy to remove very quickly. But I know if I'm in an accident or anything like that, it's not going to go flying around under the seat or anything. You know, it's locked in. So like, it's it's important to have some some good dedicated storage that's designed to hold things and not just lay it around somewhere and hope it's there when you need it, or rely on the Velcro of the med kit or something to stick to the floor that it doesn't stick to very well. Maybe some of them they do. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you right there. That's that's a big, you know, uh, a big thing that that I also uh, try to do is you want your stuff to be where you know it's going to be, and that way, if <laughs> lights are out or you're in a car accident, um, you you can just reach with muscle memory and find the the things that you're trying to get to. Those couple of important tools, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, also just talking about the car camping, the overlanding stuff, you've, just like you were talking about with your training and you tell somebody just start and then you'll, you'll see what you need and and buy a roof rack first, find a tool. Oh yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You got to start off there before you even go camping. But, um, 
it it reminds me of my my first um, uh, backcountry backpacking experience. I brought so much stuff. Oh man, you know you know what I mean. But uh, you don't need you don't need that much of it. But um, yeah, if you get out there and you start car camping or overlanding, you realize okay, I need these couple of things like not to be at the bottom of a big tote. You know, yeah. so first thing when I'm setting up camp, I got the, the couple of essential things out, like on the seat back panel or something where it's not buried under all the other gear. And uh, I think that's where uh, we can be of use in, in that market, you know. No, for sure. It's very, very convenient. You know, it's funny, the backpacking thing, you know, I'd, I'd, again, in Texas, so I don't have the greatest backpacking place to go, but I, I used to other places I've lived and, and love it. And man, I've taken people backpacking for the first time before on numerous occasions, and I'm like, "Why did you bring all that? Like, oh, why did you bring? That? Do you know how heavy that is? Are you crazy? Yeah. Like, we're trying to go this many miles a day and this much elevation, and like, you're gonna be dying, man. Like, oh yeah. Uh, and you, man, you get what you pay for in backpacking too. Like, you know, I, I over time just accumulated some super lightweight stuff. Yeah. That, that is just like the technology and the things that they're doing in the backpacking industry and and everything for especially the ultralight guys that are yeah. into that and through hiking stuff. Like it's incredible, you know, how, how small and light and, and thin, but also strong everything is, you know, yeah. it's really impressive materials these days. Yeah, definitely. So what did we miss that anything that you need everybody to know? I want to have you a good, uh, little company profile here. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we, um, yeah, we, we touched on a couple of things like, uh, I think one thing we may have missed, we, we did introduce a backpack this year, stealth backpack. As far as backpack go, uh, backpacks go, um, it's, I had one goal in mind with this backpack. I, I would, I really wanted a, uh, and this was solving a problem for myself. And, and again, I, I believe there's other people out there that will enjoy that functionality, but I needed a, a concealed carry compartment for when I need to get my concealed carry off body, uh, whether, that's in the gym or uh, different scenarios where you, you want the concealed carry somewhere nearby, but you, you're not going to have it on your body. So we have the the uh, the Stealth 20 liter. Um, it's available now in gray and also in black. And it has a, uh, a two-inch wide compartment uh, that's kind of sandwiched between your standard kind of laptop sleeve in the back and then a general purpose uh, main compartment in the front. Um, so it's got a two inch thick uh, sleeve there that fits our uh, 15.25 inch by 11 inch uh, RMP. And it's really easy to integrate, uh, whether it's G-Code or Safari Land, Blackhawk type, uh, the r- different rapid uh, transition interfaces that are available um, for holsters. You can fit that on there, get uh, some mag pouches, some medical, and keep it all in that compartment that is just out of sight. Whether you're accessing your laptop in the back, you're not going to see all that, or you're accessing the normal main compartment in the, in the front of the backpack. Uh, again, all that stays kind of hidden out of sight. So yeah, we introduced that. Uh, a but that few has kind ago. of a quick access for handgun. So yeah, yeah, it has a quick access slot for uh, for off body carry. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. That's that's slide. Yeah, I was I was checking that pack out like right before. You popped on. Actually, when you popped on, I was, I was taking a look at it. It's clean. It looks good. Um, kind of resembles a little bit of uh, the flat pack, from, but yeah. maybe a little larger. Correct, and, um, yeah. 
But uh, you know, a good design, and, and you know, one thing important for me, I was looking at the straps. You know, I can't really tell until I put a pack on. But it looked like it had some quality straps that are like made to fit human bodies. And I think right. a lot of people fail with the straps and the backing to provide a little bit of airflow and everything in there. Right. Like you had yeah. some good some good design in there. I mean, I'm a backpack snob. I will tear <laughs> something apart, you know, and, and like love something too. It's, yeah. Because uh, that's that's my thing. I, I carry off body uh, fairly often. You know, it's just uh, I, I have um, most days I, I'm carrying in a little bag. And right now I'm, I'm running a little Victos bag. A uh, little sling bag thing, and, and I like it a lot because it's got a great compartment for medical. It's got a great compartment for my gun. It's easy access, and then a little, a couple extra little pockets. But you know, if I'm carrying a laptop around with some other stuff, you know, I, I I need something a little bit bigger. And you know, I've probably got twenty backpacks right now. And after I finally realized, like, hey, this this one's not for me, then I'll yeah. like sell it to somebody for ten bucks, even though I paid one hundred fifty for it or whatever, twenty bucks. You know, it's kind of I got so many backpacks, it's ridiculous. Uh, no, it's cool. I, I'm going to check one of those out and see yeah. if that is the, the backpack that solves all my problems that I've been looking for <laughs> forever. But, and and I, I like that it doesn't like it keeps with the name and the brand and Gray Man. So it's that it's not right. it doesn't have Molly all over. It doesn't scream that I'm a guy carrying a gun. And I think that's great. Yeah, and that's that's something you know. Like when I started uh, the, the Gray Man name, um, it's kind of started around backpacks and backpack inserts that could go in any backpack, whether it's a Jan Sport or you know, a standard commuter type backpack. Uh, that's kind of where the gray man concept came from. And then we also, we kind of branched out some very, uh, overt tactical gear with the, the seatback rifle racks. Um, although we do offer a concealment cover for our different seatback racks. Um, you know, a lot of our branding uh, message is not very gray man. So we were trying to circle back to that as well with a little bit more focus on the, on the bags and the backpacks, things that you can, um, uh, utilize every day um, in just your everyday life that, that give you that ability for um, to carry the gear you need but but not be uh, advertising it too strongly alright anything else we miss? I think that covered it man I, I definitely appreciate you having me on oh no problem we do these every once in a while we do these every once in a while, little like uh, company profiles, you know. Like we don't sell it, but like it's something cool out there for people. And uh, I, I hope somebody out there listening is uh, was looking for something. Maybe they didn't know you existed. You know, um, we also have a big blog post accompanied with this for everybody to read about these things and see pictures of what we're talking about out there and um, links to all that stuff. So uh, hopefully, people out there listening can go there and, and find something that that is going to solve their problem. Or if you have an agency issue. Um, with where you work, there's you know tons of law enforcement listeners out there. You know this could be uh, the solution to what you're looking for, and that's uh, all we're trying to do: help people learn to be better humans and, and live safer lives, man. And it sounds like you're contributing to that. So I appreciate you coming on the show and talking to us about it. Definitely appreciate it, Daniel. All right, guys, uh, that was Paul Capdelon from Gray Man Tactical, and go check them out. See what they got. Just uh, a guy, just one of us, you know, just a regular old person had an idea. He's a uh, uh, gun guy and needed to, some problem solved and didn't wait for somebody else to do it. So uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to support, and that's why Paul's on the show. And uh, till next time, guys, thanks for listening. The Mag Life out.